1: I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Monday, and I'm here with Sarah Haynes, and it's her birthday. This is Behind the Table. All right, does it get better than this? It's Sarah Haynes' birthday, and Sarah Haynes is here with me on the podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Very exciting. So this is you, uh, everyone deals with birthdays in a different way. Some people look forward to them and count down for them. Some people don't want them mentioned. Some people get very um, emotional on their birthdays.
0: You had an emotional birthday? Is that is that the norm
1: for you? Or, or Tell me about this.
0: Well, I stopped counting down. I was trying to reminisce last night. When was the last time I was so excited I could barely wait? That right. doesn't happen. That's been years gone. But um, I have mixed feelings. I love a birthday. I love looking at the date of my birthday. I love being a Virgo. I love all the love of people that you just don't talk to coming out of the woodwork to say that they're thinking about you. Um, but it's also always a little emotional because I also realize what a privilege every birthday is and how many people in all of our lives you lose before you hit that age. So you get philosophical. I do. I do. And that's been later. I mean, once I lost, um, my my best friend's niece was 19 months old when she passed. Mm-hmm. From that point on, every time a number's hit, I think of who wasn't who wasn't lucky enough to make it to this number. And sadly, that number gets bigger with every passing year. So there's always a little emotion. Yeah,
1: I it. understand that. I mean, there's there's the birthday thing, and then there's the View birthday. Oh, right? gosh. So the View birthdays uh, are always a production. They're always exciting, thanks to the uh, work of, of Jamie Hammer, who is Molly one of our Kessler, producers. Molly Kessler, Aranya. Yes. Uh, Rania, there's a, uh, there's a big events team yep. that works with our director and our DGA team and our set designers and, and me and everybody. And we put together these big events and things like the holidays and Christmas and which Halloween so and then the birthday shows, which yeah. have become kind of their own thing. Now, just let's just recap a little bit here in the birthday history of Sarah Haynes. So um, ones that come to mind. Tiffany, once, Tiffany, Tiffany appeared sure. and, and sang, I think we're alone now, which is yes. I think that was my favorite.
0: That was amazing. I still watch that and I can feel that moment.
1: You had a, a Mean Girls birthday, which yep, was exciting. Yep. You had uh, someone guest star from Mean Girls yes. and come and, and take you through. Last year, we had the Iowa State Fair mm-hmm. appeared here for you. And then today – but all those – and you love those and reacted great to those. But today you were like really moved by yeah. this surprise. Tell people about what happened.
0: Well, so I think this was especially emotional because this group means so much to me. But to pull it off – I should never put anything past the view. If I wanted a roller coaster, I feel like somehow there would be a roller coaster here. Um This show's love language is to give and to see someone for who they are. And this one mattered because I've been showing people here this video forever. And this year happens to be the year that uh, Playing for Change lost one of its iconic originals, Grandpa Elliot. And I had gotten the, the privilege of interviewing him years ago and Mark, the founder. And he had been top of mind in the last six months since he passed. It's just you know the finality of it the moment what it means how much change he made in so many so many people's lives so to see that today and then to see mark in the flesh by the way he looks the same as he did the day i met him he doesn't age but and how big this organization has gotten it's such a so many things have a good message and are pure but they don't ever get the traction this one took off they when i met them they hadn't done collaborations or anything now they've collaborated with some of the greatest musicians on the globe and they continue to grow and change people's lives so
1: i knew this was something you wanted and i knew it was important to you i was not prepared for the tears you you were crying
0: most of the day today <laughs> yeah well seeing mark it was like how it was a when you see someone you haven't seen in so long there's a blip of how much life has happened in between in addition yeah. to losing grandpa elliot i was lucky enough to get to I was just new to being on air when they said, you get to go do this story. I was pitching it for the show to do it. like It's that big. And they said, we're going to let you do it. So the symbolism of starting out and getting to do something that mattered and to feel, because there's so much stuff. I've done pieces on the newest hair trend, um, grooming your dogs. I've done done the gamut. And then there are moments like this where you get to spotlight a group like Playing for Change. And that's when you feel the privilege of this job. So to be able to have them here, for the music itself, I don't go to concerts. I would wait in a line to see them and to sit there and have it live around me, what it meant to me to see all my castmates and the audience and people move to tears. It's just—
1: The audience was crying, too. It was really moving, and yeah. it was so nice to see that this had an impact on you. It was great. It was really fulfilling for all of us, too. Um All right, so— The rest of the uh, the big surprise was your family was here. Oh my gosh! Which was the first time you saw them today.
0: (laughs) No one was awake when I left, so I saw Max. Max had left me a little note, and it was really Mm -hmm. cute. And he kissed me, and I was so excited. And I was like, when I left, he goes, "I'm sorry you don't get to see the kids." And I wrote him, I was like, "Please kiss them and tell them I'm excited to see them later." Thinking I'd be coming home because they were, and none of them they don't keep secrets, right? They no one said anything. Alex has been asking lately if he can come back to work one of the days he's off, but that was the closest thing to mentioning the show.
1: It's funny because pre-pandemic, I feel like the kids were here a lot. Max was here a lot. Yep. Uh, in, in general, we had a lot of spouses and kids yeah. and things like that, but it's... It's been a while, and it's great for everyone to see them, how they've grown up, and, and how they're, they love you so much. It's well, so and sweet.
0: they're the best part of my life. They're literally each a little burst of sunshine, and so to see them, because I went from Chihuahuas that used to visit, who <laughs> were my babies. In fact, I was so protective of them that I'd say, Max, when, if anyone ever calls you and says you they want you to bring the dogs in, don't. It's more traumatic to the dog. Please say no. <laughs> but now— Poor Max. I should have been worried about the trauma for him. He just said, "He goes, Sarah, we should have seen what they did to the green room." And I was like, "Oh my God, Max, I'm mortified. What did they minute. do?" And he goes, "No, no, do? no." Well, I thought, did they trash yeah. it? Or are they like the rock bands of the '80s? And he was like, "No, no, no, just a good vacuum, maybe." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, crumbs there." But I thought, did they break something? Did they touch? Something? I mean, that's some of my biggest. Like, you are in someone's house. You are a guest. They're
1: very good kids. They're, they're, we're not worried about them. But it was exciting to see them, and it was great to see Max. And oh, I, <sighs> yeah, there's definitely like. There's a history of, of spouses and boyfriends of hosts coming on the show and there's definitely some you could see like they're happy to be on T V and they want their moment. Um uh, none of the current hosts fit that category no. with their spouses. Uh the current crop all have reluctantly appearing for their for their They look more ones. like hostages, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's that. That's he literally, fun. didn't he say, you owe me to you? He did.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did say that. And I can't disagree. I do owe them. He
0: said it was a rough morning. He was like, ca- like cattling them in, getting them dressed, no, making I've them look kids. presentable. Yeah. I, I give him credit for as good. They look great. Yeah. I was so impressed. I was like, Sandra's hair is braided. Yeah, like, I can't do that. No.
1: I have two daughters. I can't braid hair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. But overall, this is a win. Good birthday
0: beyond when i have a handful of moments that the view gave me that i call life top shelf moments Mm -hmm. that when i'm long gone and have forgotten this job and don't know anything else i will never forget the feelings this show created and uniquely on these specific celebrations they're priceless gifts
1: they're a lot of fun for us too you know there's so much going on that we talk about in the world that's divisive and hard and important and i'm glad we do those things but it's also great to celebrate the wonderful things yeah and it's nice to have those moments um even beyond your birthday, it was a fun show today. We had the <laughs> Bobert conversation and, and the usual politics. But then also we had some fun hot topics I was going to check back with you Yeah, someone. yeah, yeah. We talked about on the show today about the husband that puts reminders in his calendar. And it kind of made sense guy. for you. Yeah. Now, to ask his wife how she's doing and things yeah. like that. Now, I, I have to tell you, I feel like that's a cheat. I feel like, I, no. I mean, because I remember to do that on my own. And I think I should get credit for that. I don't think I need the, the help of a calendar reminder. I mean... Th- this this. Be,
0: seems- you are not like most men. First of all, if 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 you described one birthday, one anniversary, people would be like, "Oh, like don't try to it, meandering with the regulars and the normal people." And the, you're just you're not relatable. You and Heather are like over the top. I'm a TV producer. I produce things, right? So and Heather comes from the business too, and she's over the top. Like yeah, well, no, she-, she makes St. Patrick's Day huge. Like. It's as big as some people's Christmas if they're lucky enough. For my daughters, yes. For your daughter, yes. but that's what I mean. Is she right. makes every, you guys have big moments. A lot of people I'm learning, like my husband, grew up in families, <laughs> grew up in families where they, they it's it's not even a sad thing because, but they just didn't celebrate things. So like, I asked him, "Did you ever have birthday cakes?" He's like, "I think I had a few," but and he's not sad about it. Right. And his Russian Jewish immigrant parents just holidays, even the Jewish holidays, they didn't really celebrate things. So it was like, oh, happy birthday, you know. So you learn to love and model what you were under. My parents were lovers. They loved on people. They loved on us. I grew up. It was inevitable. I was going to be the same way. Max, sometimes he reminds me and it makes me Sad that he feels such pressure. He's like, I don't speak this language. I'm trying so hard. And I don't mean the English language. He speaks that one, but the love language. He says, I really want to be more like you and I want our kids to be like you, but I don't always know how to do it. And it's so sweet that he's come so far. Now I open the card in the morning and he writes from the top corner to the bottom car- corner. I cry before I've read a word. Because it's all I ever wanted was well, a love great. note. So yeah. he's learning. That's great.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. And, and when I write a card, I just make it like three jokes. And that's pretty much it. So it's not <laughs> and it's like, probably
0: a snarky card. Yeah, it's always a snarky card. Yeah. No, but I, I think if I've told Max before, he doesn't remember to like put toothpaste caps on, shut cupboards. Nor do I. Or very important things like, like a, you know, getting a birthday gift for a birthday party the kids are going to. Or, you know, I, I have to think of everything. So I told him I'm going to start leaving sticky notes or post-it notes. It's not... To insult you, it's to create a habit. If you see it every day, it goes, please do not cover this house in Post-its. It will be like wallpaper if you have your say in it. And I was like, you're not wrong. So I love Calendar Guy.
1: Okay, so you think just the effort is worth...
0: It's the effort. It's showing you care enough to learn the habit.
1: Okay, I guess so. I mean, my anniversary is next Monday, and I'm... What country did you buy for her? Like, I did not buy a country or anything else. I'm, I'm are you gonna, going to a country? No, I'm send you? her flowers. That's are you going all to the I'll spa?
0: Do. Are you going to a Broadway show? Like you, you yeah. guys are. But I think
1: I think I'll remember. I'm not sure my wife will remember it until the flowers arrive.
0: She always does, Brian. Yeah, we'll see. And I think when she yeah. says she doesn't, she's doing it to jab you because you know right. she remembers. All right,
1: we'll see. Um, we'll we'll check back on Monday. We'll check back next week, <laughs> and she's not listening to the podcast. So that's. Fine. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster— 93% 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com VIEW. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com/view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/view. Hey, I'm
0: Andy Mitchell, a New York Times best-selling author, and I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer.
1: too. Oh, well, right. there's that. Now, there's also, um, there was another hot topic. I enjoy the cutting room floor hot topics, the ones we almost get me to too. and don't. Um, this was one you picked but did not make the final cut. Tell me about the uh, skinny arm debate. What, what do you remember about that? Okay,
0: so, well, the skinny arm de- uh, debate was Lily Reinhardt, I think, an mm-hmm. actor, was talking about how whenever she sees arms or pictures of arms, it... Kind of uh, sets off her body dysmorphic disorder, which I don't know a human that's walked the earth that hasn't been critical of their bodies. But I understood what she meant. But I think it all comes down to the pressures of skinny versus well and strong and healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm someone that when I remember when I I've never forgotten this moment when I was 15 years old. I was on a volleyball team, and I was going through that phase where you barely eat and you're you're toying with maybe if I don't eat, I'll look a certain way and. I got woozy in a volleyball game and I was being pulled up to varsity. And the coach sat me down and she said, I'm going to give you two options here. You can either keep doing whatever this is you're doing or you can be a great athlete. And in right. that moment, I realized that there's always going to be another set of skinny arms. But to stay healthy, to stay vibrant, to stay competitive, to be like at any phase of your life, I clearly don't wear a jersey anymore. But I want a long life lived well, and that means strength. So I show my arms off as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) I think they have a Twitter account, and I did not create it. But I love my arms because, to me, I see muscle definition. (laughs) I'm sorry. Your arms
1: have a Twitter account that I wasn't aware of?
0: So does my pregnant belly that's not pregnant anymore. Okay. well, we'll I don't think there's been a tweet lately. But, yeah, there were a couple accounts open, and I was like people would send it to me. Angelina Jolie gets a hot, sexy leg. I get a pregnant belly and a set of arms. Wow. Um, I think it's the reminder that I think strength is beauty. I think healthy is beautiful. I think people go to ex- such extremes that skinny does not equate to healthy. And I'm someone that believes in that part.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's interesting. I, I uh, Maybe we'll revisit that topic in the future. It's but a good I think one. It's, it's a good one. Last week, we had Anna Navarro here, and we were discussing reality shows. She talked about being uh, – She was actually asked to be on the Dirty Dancing Live reality show and, like, thought about it for a minute and then decided not to. Stop. I know. How much would you pay to see Anna Navarro on Dirty Dancing Live? One,
0: we'd have a viewing party. Oh, my gosh. For
1: sure. It would be unbelievable. Um, She passed on it, unfortunately. But then we started talking about whether she would do another kind of reality show, like her and Al around the house. And having your family here today, I had to think about this with you because I actually think the uh, Haynes-Schiffrin— household would probably be pretty entertaining. Would you ever do something like that? I know Max would hate no, it. No,
0: I, I don't think so because I think there's it's, it's tempting because I think the content the kids and family create they are every story I share there were times when Max and I debated whether we were I was oversharing with about the kids. Mm-hmm. And I said but you know as a personality or a host like that's my life. So right. that's what I have. You take that away and it's like I've got nothing. So I think I I've always been taught to keep what is sacred, sacred. Mm -hmm. So those kids and my family are the most important thing in my life.
1: Sure.
0: To know that even though I I control my narrative when I do it on social media and I would never do something that I hope would embarrass them, I always think of that. And I could never risk what would happen by exposing them to the world and other people in an storylines yes yeah. and and just narratives I have no control over nor do I think that that kind of exposure to me would not be fair without them saying we're okay with it yeah so they can't do that right now because right now it's jumping in front of the camera and smiling and sugar right. cookies they can bring out and, a cake
2: and and yeah we yeah. can
0: handle about a minute but as, yeah. as my husband said have you seen the green room so like that's all I've got to say <laughs> you know I'm going
1: directly to the green room <laughs> yeah. after this with like a team to make sure it's everything's okay um all right we'll send you a bill so <laughs> Speaking of of the Haynes-Schifrin clan, so yeah. we were talking about this on the walkover. I didn't realize until today that you are still legally Sarah Haynes, yeah. and you did not take Max's name when you guys got married, which is nope. an interesting debate in 2023. Was that something you
0: just haven't gotten around to, or that was a decision? So I've known since I—some people say, oh, well, I know because of the career you have or the age you were when you got married. I was like, right. no, no, I made that decision when I was 18 years old, and that was because my sister got married that year, and her name was Catherine Haynes. And overnight she was writing a check post wedding and she said, Oh shoot, I signed it wrong. It's Catherine George. And I was I knew names changed. I've I'm like every other girl that wrote on my seventh grade binder, every guy I ever dated and their last name on mine. <laughs> but when the reality hit me that overnight I had to be someone I wasn't, you know, I can be Max's wife and still be Sarah Haynes because even if people are fooled by the name, I'm still Sarah Haynes. It's the name I've learned from when I was little. It's the safety of right. knowing your parents' name. Everything I am has become that name, and I love it. and Haynes, to me, is my dad's you know, and my mom, my dad and mom are both Haynes's. Everything I have in this world comes from that part, right. So I feel that um Anything that has Schifrin name on it will come from the kids growing up as Schifrins. Right. You know? So
1: you don't hesitate to have your children with a different last name than you.
0: No, I didn't think about that too much later. My sister was smart. She put uh, our name in, in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, like, my nephew's name is Oliver Haynes Sewell. And I love that she continued the name. I don't mind because I always say my my oldest sister, the George, said, I want to be the same name as my kids. So she kept that name for years. And I was like, well, my kids know who their mom is and I know who they are. Like, I'm good. So I just – and all their friends will call me Mrs. Schifrin and I melt a little. So I love being a Schifrin, but it's an extension of – it's not the foundation of who I am.
1: I, uh, I really did want my wife to take my name when we got married. Not in like a, you know, you have to do this way. But I, I liked it that yeah. you took my name. And now that I have two daughters, I don't want them to get married and change their last names. I want them to See? be Tettas. Yeah. So my old
0: boss, her dad <clears> had <throat> passed away, and she would put use her maiden name professionally and her married name personally. And her husband asked her one time, why do you stay with that name? And she said, because everything I've be- been given came from my parents. And he goes, well, what about me? And he goes, she goes, maybe we could have some daughters. <laughs> yeah. And they had two daughters. So that name will carry on. But to me, it, it's a sim- symbol of everything, the love of my family, the everything from them sending me to college to, you know, not disowning me when I decided to quit and go act and all the things I did, they stuck by me.
1: My generation of of my family all have daughters. So um, it's there's if no one keeps the name then it's going to be no more tennis. But, um, you know, whatever they're comfortable with is fine. I, I will say that the The name you're getting matters a little bit too like you know you're you shiffrin's a good last name I a great it, last and haynes name haynes is a great last name yeah i felt bad for my wife she was in austin which is a really good last name my
0: grandma's name was zigen oh so she upgraded she went to haynes and i yeah. was like bravo grandma yeah bravo. if you can make like a clean upgrade i don't blame you if you have a, a name like that you do need to i would have considered going patriarchal on it and just taking yeah. it if it were a crap name
1: um what else is going on anything else happening with you
0: so my husband has surprise plans. He goes, you need to come back because we have surprise. I was like, oh, wow. With the kids. And he goes, well, the kids are with us for lunch, but then we have plans. And he goes, and you might want to change. And I was like, my outfit was so cute, though. Oh, so what do we? what's the guess? Like, what do we think? I, well, he. I think it's a dinner. We always eat. We're yeah. eaters. But in between lunch and dinner, it could involve cocktails. Like, we love being back in the city with the cocktail bars and yeah. stuff.
1: Max is a cocktail guy.
0: He's such a cocktail guy. I can't wait till you try his drinks, though.
1: I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, could it be a show? What do we think? You think it's just, he's not think that it, good? No, no. Okay. I mean,
0: he, 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 the focus of a Broadway show would be a lot for him. Okay. Uh, I would say it's going to involve magic. drinks. Oh, magic was awesome. Aussie yeah. Wind, yeah, still can't get over that guy. Um, maybe a spa, but I can't imagine Max thinking that way. He's not a massage guy. All right, well, let, let's see how he does.
1: I'm very excited about this. The fact that he has anything on the agenda, is big. Yeah, he he
0: already won with this card. I was like, don't waste it all. Like you have right. Christmas and other things coming. Like.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to find out what it is. All right. So that's a mystery. We'll solve it tomorrow. Yes. Um, tomorrow, Alyssa is here, but we will do an update on Sarah's special I will pass surprise. my
0: messages through Alyssa. Oh, can we talk
1: about the pregnancy moment uh, from last week? Because you've been there.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the problem with Whoopi and being there is she did that to me behind the scenes, and she was right. Right. And she's done it to other—she did it to Ashley. She, she really is Otamie Brown in real life, so people don't get that. Yeah. She, she gets energies— like it, it, so I was worried about Alyssa. We She's like, to, no, I'm not. I was like, girl, you might want to check <laughs> <laughs> to
1: confirm she still is not. <laughs> no, but. she
0: is not. But and also, I know it, that Alyssa is excited and eager to do that eventually.
1: Yeah, but there for a long time there was the joke around the table that the seat next to Whoopi's. It's a powers. twin seat. Yeah.
0: Abby Huntsman up to that times two. I mean, yeah. she's just showing off at that point. <laughs> right.
1: I mean, so you were pregnant several times there. Yep. Yeah. Um, So it, it's Abby Huntsman. So it, it's the seat has magical powers. I
0: had two babies individually before Abby, and then Abby was, like, showing me up and decided to do two at once. And I yeah. was like, Abby, come on. Yeah. I mean... No one can win in this game. No.
1: So, I mean, all right. We could so, change
0: she- seats next week. We'll see what happens. Well, yep. I'm going
1: to keep Alyssa out of that seat as long as possible. Um... <laughs> All right, so thank you very much. Exciting stuff, but did you jump out of your skin when she did that?
0: Well, I was like more like shook it to the ground, and I think it showed on my face. I was like, "What? What?" what? It was we were talking about a political story. It wasn't even like human interest or life or trends. It was like Trump, da da da. You pregnant? Like <laughs> it was about as coherent as an interview with Trump at that moment. It yeah. was
1: just. The uh, it's been a trend on this podcast talking about uh, it started with with Sonny and Joy about the blurting that happens out on the show and that Joy's a blurter. Joy Sonny's is a blurter. such a
0: blurter. Um,
1: all right, well. <laughs> Always fun to chat with you. Um, you too, Brian. No better way to start the week than with a birthday show. And
0: thank you, of Brian, course. to you and the entire show. You guys make these moments unbeatable.
1: It's a thrill for us too, to make you guys happy and surprise you a little bit. So um, that was great. And we will uh, see what comes the rest of the week. Lots of exciting stuff. Yay. Thank you, Sarah. Tomorrow, thank Alyssa, Farah, Griffin, thank you for listening. The first-ever criminal trial of a former president is underway in Manhattan. It's one of potentially four trials facing former President Trump as he makes his third bid for the White House. What do voters think about his culpability, and would a guilty verdict make a difference in the election? I'm Galen Druk, and every Monday and Thursday on the 538 Politics podcast, we break down the latest news from the campaign trail. We sort through the noise and zoom in on what really matters using data and research as we go. That's 538 Politics every Monday and Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.